0: I want to talk about first. Episode one is titled Master and Apprentice. And it involves four people, two masters and two Apprentice, or apprentices. Okay. Apprentices. So all right, so let's talk about them. Let's start with the two new characters. We got Balin and Shin. Balin's skull is uh, from what we know, what we what we told what we we're told from these episodes, is a former Jedi who fled during Order 66. Um, now, I, I did the timeline, Keith, and I know we like timelines and maybe I'm off of my timeline, but um so I have at his present age to be 58 years old. All right.
1: Sounds accurate. Order
0: 66 happened about 28 years ago. So that would have made him 30 years old during Order 66, which is pretty old. I mean, he's a I expect he's a full-fledged Jedi Knight by yeah, that time, he and he would have had a Knight
1: or a Master.
0: Sure, and he would have had an apprentice or more than one at the time. Not sure about that, but okay. So at thirty years old,
1: yeah. So here's the thing: Do you think maybe he was training Shin before Order sixty-six? Well, because he has to be at least twenty years her senior from from the looks of it.
0: Well, let me get to that because I actually uh, kind of tracked her age as well. So let's talk about Shin Hattie. Uh, so she is about 25, year old, 20, 25 years old, which would mean that she was born after Order 66, right? Or, you know, it could be around the time she was a baby. She could be about the same age as Luke and Leia. You know, Leia was born the same year as the, the as Order 66. Um, but it's possible that she was not even born. She might be a couple of years younger than yeah. Luke and Leia. All right. So I'm wondering, like, well, how did these two find each other? We don't know. Okay. All right.
1: 19, yeah.
0: You're doing the math. Okay. All right.
1: So you mean this chase place five years after Return of the Jedi?
0: Well, okay. So I'm going through, you know, I'm looking at the Star Wars timeline book. You know, that book that we, we got a few few months back, um, which is – a I highly recommend that book, it's The Timelines. Finally,
1: so I don't places, have to keep theorizing. Yeah, so
0: it places this – present day Ahsoka around the same time as the Mandalorian, right? So Who's I would say that this is talking, this is taking place during, um, you know, the book of Boba Fett, you know, when, when Fett took over. When does
1: Boba Fett take place?
0: Well, around the same time. So about nine years after what? the Battle Dimes of Yavin.
1: times the same time?
0: Nine years after the Battle of Yavin.
1: Okay, so five years after Return of the Jedi. About
0: that, four or five years after Return of the Jedi, yes.
1: Five years after the Battle of Endor. Okay. Yes.
0: Okay. All right. So we good there? All right. Um, So I said that. Okay. My point is, I you know, is a a, there's a gap in age, so I'm wondering how do they meet each other? We don't know. Um, So let me talk more about Shin.
1: Through Twitter we met through okay. force twi- or should i say force x i refuse to acknowledge twitter as x
0: i got you i okay. got you all right
1: that was the most smooth brained okay. move in the we're history we're talking about Ahsoka. all of, right of social media so
0: now i want to talk about shin and her force powers and her skills as uh, a padawan
1: they seem underdeveloped
0: to i me. i agree like, with you
1: she's using some of the more Basic of the abilities. Yeah. Balin doesn't exactly display his force sensitivities as much either, but he does still display them more than Shin does. So, my thinking is that I came up with this theory at like 8 p.m. at dinner with the family. So, I'm like, okay, so maybe, like, you know, Balin is trying to keep her in the dark. Because there's this one line where Shin's like, "What happens if we find Thrawn?" and Baylan says, "Power such as you've never dreamed." Thank you, Alex. Nine A B Y. That's what I thought. So that would be nine years after the Battle of Yavin. So you were correct, and I was correct. All right. Okay. Thank you.
0: All right. Let's let's think. So. All right. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead.
1: So maybe what Baylan's mm-hmm. plan is to resurrect Grand Admiral Thrawn, gain his trust for a bit, and then take him out. And gain all that power for himself. Okay. Because, you know, Grand Admiral Thrawn versus, you know, whatever Balin and Shin called themselves now. Balin and Shin would easily beat Grand Admiral Thrawn. Even Balin himself could beat Grand Admiral Thrawn. Mm. So, maybe that's his plan. To get Grand Admiral Thrawn to trust him and then take him out of the picture... So that way, he could have all of Thrawn's power and command an army such as you've never dreamed.
0: Right. Now, you you went ahead in my notes, but you're right. So there was a conversation with Episode Shin and, and Balin, right, who said, uh, so Shin asked the question, what happens when we find Thrawn? And Balin says, a new beginning, war, power, such as you never dreamed, right? So you could be right. Maybe he is looking for power. Maybe he's looking to overthrow Thrawn at some point, and he could because he is very powerful in the Force. Balin is. So we don't know. I mean, it's, it's absolutely possible that could happen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, uh so, you know, he... I You know, I, I'm not sure about Balin. I mean, we know he's a Dark Jedi, although he says he's not a Jedi at all. Um, we'll but,
1: call him Dark Jedi. Yeah, but we'll... You we'll, know, what? can we just call him Sith for simplicity's sake?
0: Yeah, but not, they're not we can't call him Sith.
1: Yeah, well, we can't call him Dark Jedi either because they said they're not Jedi, so... Well,
0: I'm going to call them Dark Jedi.
1: I'm going to call them Sith.
0: Okay. All it's right. It's so you much, much easier
1: Sith. to just call them Sith Okay,
0: that. All right. That's fine. But anyway, we don't really know what side he is on, but we'll find out when he meets Thrawn for the first time or if he's ever met Thrawn before. I don't know, but we'll find out. All right. So I want to get back to talking about Shin. Um, so you're right. I, don't, I didn't think she's a fully developed Padawan, you know, as far as her, her skills. We do know that she does have the power to do a force pull, right? Because we saw yeah, that Force when, pulls
1: and force pushes are some of the more basic of the abilities. I would say like so. even if you haven't been mentored, per se, you would know how to do force pulls and force pushes.
0: Right. Um, so, Like,
1: I, I believe young legs are taught that.
0: Right. So, in my opinion, you know, the basic force skills, like you said, would be a force push or a force pull. Something that's a little more advanced would be like a force choke, a mind trick- and then moving objects, right? Which I don't think she knows how to do. But we're going to talk a little more about Shin later, all right? So let's talk about the other master of I think apprentice. moving
1: objects is actually easier than mind tricks. You think Because if, so? if you can force push and pull, you're already moving objects if you think about it. Well,
0: that's a very good point. Why? Yeah, I, I guess it depends on the weight of the object. I have and a then, headache. And then one other thing that Balin, we saw Balin do that we don't know if Shin has the power to do when they freed Morgan Elsbeth, right? And broke, just her, like,
1: broke her handcuffs just like
0: that. Right, just like what the Emperor did, right? In Return of the Jedi, when he uh, broke the handcuffs from Luke off of Luke's wrist. Mm-hmm. So that's very interesting. So that to me is a part of using your mind to move objects, to break objects, but I don't think she's there yet. So, But again, we'll talk more about Shin later. All right, so let's talk about the other and Apprentice. Now, this is very surprising. And maybe you can let's talk about this. Let's talk through this. Why did Ahsoka choose Sabine to be her apprentice? Why, why Sabine? Because as far as we know, Sabine does not have force powers.
1: Yes, by the way, okay. I I feel that there's a line that gives us hints. So there's this one lie where Ahsoka and Sabine are talking. And and Sabine's like, you never made things easy for me, Master. And Ahsoka says, well, you should have made a great Jedi. And Sabine's like, I should have. And then Ahsoka says, yes, you really should have. And then she walked away. So I'm thinking, if she's training Sabine to be a Jedi, but she doesn't have Force powers, it's simply not possible. I always assumed that maybe Ahsoka was teaching her like how to properly use a lightsaber but if it's force training that would explain it but then again it make no sense how powerful figures like Kanan or like S3 Ezra couldn't figure out that she was force sensitive or even hinted at it somehow and then when we were introduced to others like Vader and Ahsoka who are more seasoned in the force and much more powerful with it you think they'd be able to send somebody right next to them being force sensitive, but no. So if Sabine is force sensitive, kind of changes up Star Wars a lot.
0: Well, okay. Well,
1: I hey, well, you wouldn't train someone to be a Jedi if they're not force sensitive. That's like that's like me training somebody for martial arts, but they're like ninety six.
0: Ninety six years old. Yes. Okay. All right.
1: Just a joke. You're not you if you're ninety six, you don't really want to be doing martial arts, you'll throw out your back. Sure.
0: No, understood. Understood. All right, so Yeah. So I I picked up on a couple of things. Like, I just you want, know,
1: that's like telling Charles Xavier to run sprints.
0: <laughs> now that now that's cool. Okay. All right. All right, let's let me let me uh, run through this a little bit. So Huang who is you know he has yeah, Hu Yang is like trained... a Jedi
1: caretaker. Y- yeah, so he's basically a he uh, he actually taught younglings how to craft their lightsabers. That's correct. Which is how we got the name Balin's goal. He ran a search of anyone who had the lightsaber builds that were seen in a holographic image of Balin and Shin.
0: Right. So one thing that Huang said to Sabine, which I thought was very cruel, but it's actually the truth. You know he's seen, you know, he's been uh, helping Je- he's been uh, Jedi for Padawan, Padawan's craft, yeah, for, for thousands of years, like you said. And he said to Sabine that um, her aptitude would fall short of all of them, <laughs> which is you know, in, unbelievably cruel, but it's actually true, you know. So, and <laughs> I actually was doing a little research and I wanted to talk about this. There was a, a comic book series that came out from Marvel Comics called The Rise of Kylo Ren, right? And there is a scene where Luke is training his team of, of Padawans, right? Uh, young Jedi, you know, future Jedi knights. Um, there was one of his students who said to Luke, she came up to Luke, she was concerned about her Force sensibilities and her first power. She thought Ben was very, very strong in the Force.
1: Of course he is. He torches the Jedi Temple.
0: So the question that she asked Luke was, why is Ben so much stronger? I work just as hard as he does. And Luke's response was, Ben isn't stronger. That's not how it works. The Force can be a trickle, a stream, a river, a flood for anyone who can sense it. Think of yourself as a door. The wider you open, the more easily the force flows through you. Some people just start out with a door a bit more open, but any door can open wide.
1: Okay, you know what? That does not explain why people with wide open doors like Ahsoka and Vader Caden has like a half open door. Well and then Ezra is training in how to open that door. No,
0: I think you're missing a point here. See this this quote is no no. this quote is actually for Sabine. So I'm wondering, perhaps Sabine does have a trickle. You know, using Luke's words. By the way, this is a Marvel comic written by Charles God. Soule, so I want to credit the writer. Um, could it be that that uh, Sabine has a trickle or a little bit of the Force, and she's not aware that she has it, or she's not aware of her abilities in the Force? Do you think? No. It is
1: 30 years after Rebels. Yeah. Okay. So Ezra was 14, right?
0: Okay. At the where,
1: beginning of Rebels. Where are we be going? 18 by the end, which means that he is 48. Should have been easy math for me. Okay. Then,
0: are, we, are we talking about the same subject?
1: Yes, we're talking about the same okay. subject.
0: Okay. So go ahead.
1: I mean
0: Sabine is fifty. <laughs> She's not fifty. All right. Okay. How's that possible? Yeah. All right. Well anyway, so let me okay. So my point is I, I think Sabine
1: Gotcha. It maybe
0: it's possible she may have a little bit of a force. I don't know. I don't know. Um, it is it's it's still very odd to me that Ahsoka, who is one of the more powerful Jedi out there, would want to train someone to learn how to become a Jedi if they don't have Force sensibilities. What I don't want to happen is, and this might be a mean thing to say, because you know with Spider-Man, when we're talking about Spider-Man and the message of you know, Miles Morales being Spider-Man and Peter Parker being Spider-Man, is that anybody can be Spider-Man? Yeah. Which is fine, okay. I don't want everybody to be a Jedi. So in other words, yes. Here's
1: the thing. I'll give you a comparable Marvel example. Okay. It's like... If we took Captain America and all of a sudden we said he developed spider senses when he was under the ice and now he's Spider-Man, like it'd be coming out of nowhere, especially because he never showed any signs of having right. spider senses. It's the same thing with Sabine. it make no sense for us to find out like 10 years after Rebels. Yeah, she's force sensitive. Like,
0: yeah, I, I don't want it to be that, okay, because, you know, I'm, I want to be a Jedi, but I don't have the Force. The force. Can I still be a Jedi? I don't know. The answer should be no. <laughs> I don't want that. You know, I want, okay. Once because again, that it's like telling cheapens, Charles
1: Xavier to run Rinse Sprints. It's okay. just not going to happen.
0: Yeah, it, I just don't want, you know, Jedi Knight to be cheap and all right, to just anybody becoming a Jedi, you have to be a special person, you know, by uh, those... with special abilities to be a Jedi, and I'm fine with that. And that's the way it should be. So, yeah, by
1: those standards, Han Solo could have been a Jedi. Yeah, how about uh, that? You know, Can you character
0: imagine character. Han being a Jedi or Han exactly. wanting to learn how to use a lightsaber?
1: You no, know it just doesn't. I work. got another example for you. Chewbacca, imagine Chewbacca as a Jedi. Do you really want this gate to open right now?
0: Yeah, right. It, it,
1: Considering it... we have we have people who can use the force that are still underqualified. I mean, like, I don't know. I don't know what we're doing with having somebody who's not force sensitive be training to be a Jedi. Maybe it was a choice of words. Maybe she actually is force sensitive. Maybe I'm reading too much into this. I really don't know.
0: Yeah. Well, so I
1: don't
0: know. So getting into force further. So obviously Ahsoka and Sabine, they're not getting along, you know, something happened. There's a backstory yeah. to all of this. Let's hope
1: they don't secret evasion us and just say, You've changed and then we never find out how and why.
0: Yeah, I don't I I doubt that's gonna happen. I, I right I and hope Star it doesn't Wars happen. Star Wars does have story with
1: their shows.
0: Well it explains I have two more points I want to talk about as far as Ahsoka Master and Apprentice. Now, Jason sandula You remember that name? We know who Jason sandula is?
1: Yeah, we saw him at the end. Right. Uh, it was around the Battle of Endor, which means by this time he's probably about my age, if not a little bit older.
0: Could be a little bit older, yeah, definitely yeah, a teenager. We saw,
1: we saw Hera and Rex fighting side-by-side side in um, the, Battle the Battle of Endor in the end credits of uh episode, the final episode of Season 4. So, here's the thing. Where's Jason Sedula? Like... I don't know if this is just something that Lego does, but I saw this kid, and he's short. Like, he's got the mid-legs, which is usually how Lego signals a child. And for some reason, he's always with Sabine. Not Sabine. Hera and Chopper. Like, in the promotional art, like the banner on Reddit and the lineup for the Lego minifigures coming in Ahsoka. The only difference is that this kid has brown hair, but we haven't seen anything reminiscent of Jason Syndulla in these two episodes. So I don't know where Hera's son went, cause that's alarming that he's not here.
0: Well, not yet. I, I do think we'll still see him, but my question is, why didn't Ahsoka entertain the idea of training Jason?
1: Uh-huh, to be especially because his father was forced. Exactly to
0: right. He has Force sensibility. So was that ever an option for Ahsoka? Did she say to uh-huh. Hera, "I want to train your son to be a Jedi"? You know, um, you know, I didn't get the complete training that I needed. I walked away from the Order, but I want to give back and train your son because he's going to need to know how to use the Force, how to protect himself, defend himself. I want to train your son, Hera, to be a, a Jedi. By knight.
1: the way, Alex, I did know. that happen? It was a joke. I was trying to get Dad to fall yeah. for it,
0: Well, but we, he didn't. Okay. Are we doing Q&A? No. Okay. All right. Just
1: responding so, to a comment.
0: No. Okay. So we have the comics coming up. So we should we read the comments? Okay. No,
1: Dad. We're, we're doing the notes. You know.
0: Okay. All right. Okay. Things are a little bit different here. All right. So. Okay. Um. So Jason Sandula is not an option. I don't know why. And yep. the yep. other point, my other point is. Um. No, I lost my train All right, so the, the uh, Grogu, okay, is is the reason why Ahsoka decided not to train Grogu's <laughs> because, because she, she felt that she be. well, no, because or maybe, maybe because she, she felt failed she
1: wasn't a good master. That's correct because she failed to be and she didn't want to fail again. Exactly. I just thought it was a baseless claim, so that you know Ahsoka wouldn't end up taking Grogu, and that that would be her segue into like literally every show. Right. Like I thought, that was just because they were saving Ahsoka for her own show instead of her just being a cameo appearance all the time,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which they did, and they did masterfully. With with Ahsoka only appearing twice, believe it or not, before we actually got to see her in this show.
0: Yeah,
1: right. So, so like now I get it. Actually, it makes sense given the fact that she trained Sabine, and at the time. So, they well. probably left already. Yeah,
0: yeah, okay.
1: Now, here's here's something. Here's a scenario for you. Um, you know, Jason Sindula is probably force sensitive. More, than and more importantly, he's at an age where he would have been just a little bit older than younglings should be when they're inducted into the Jedi Order. Like, Ahsoka would be familiar with that. Because Anakin was, and she almost was. So, you know, I don't know, honestly. Like, I don't know why she didn't just train Jason Syndulla. Because he has forced genes in him. Like so, apparently the way the Force works is that every time you have another another family member, like when Anakin and Padme and Luke and Leia, the mini chlorians from Anakin got passed into Luke and Leia, and then from from Leia they went to Ben. So.
0: Okay, all right. Well,
1: which makes sense because that's probably why you know Ben's Force sensitive and Luke and Leia are Force-sensitive, and Anakin's Force-sensitive. So honestly, I don't think it matters if one parent doesn't have many Chloridians high enough to yield Force-sensitivities.
0: So Alex says, uh, I think Star Wars Explained said that there is potential for Sabine to open herself to a new Force, to the Force now that Kanan says something about how everyone can sense the Force.
1: Yeah, like everyone can sense the Force, so to speak. I think that was metaphorical, honestly, I don't think Kaden meant literally, like, everybody's Force-sensitive. You just got to figure it out. Like, uh, there's people like Maz Kanata. Like, she's Force-sensitive, but she's not a Jedi. She doesn't have a lightsaber that she actively uses. She doesn't use Force powers, but she can sense the Force.
0: Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, it's very interesting. Um, we'll continue to talk about that subject. Fanatics blog. First time watching. Thank you so much. And I'm all in. You both know what you're talking about. Great observation on Jason. Thanks, Thank you so Fanatics. Much. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's very interesting. I wonder if it's something that they're going to talk about, discuss, touch on, at least because, you know, I'm sure. I haven't
1: even heard any casting announcements for whoever's supposed to play Jason Sindula.
0: Well, now, I don't think it matters. It's probably just a young actor. You know, I don't think it's anybody famous. A cameo but,
1: appearance, probably. But
0: it's something that, you know, most fans would wonder, okay, well, you have a force-sensitive child right here. Why not train this child? Why Sabine? Okay, so, exactly. All
1: right, so Sabine never yeah. showed any visible and noticeable force tendencies up to this point. Now, maybe we so missed I it. So I don't get where the decision to train her was based. Yeah,
0: yeah right. Okay. All right, so let's move on. So I want to talk about, you know, if we are okay to move on, I want to talk about the fight between Shin and Sabine. All right. Now, this is a very interesting. You want to start? Let me
1: tell you something funny. I think think I'll cover this. Yeah, sure. So I was texting a friend. I I hope he's watching this stream. If you are, hey, Jared. Um, (laughs) Okay. And I told him after the show premiered, like, they nerfed lightsabers and it was inconsistent even in their own show. Because there's this one part, you know, we saw this in the trailer, Bayland's like, You got one thing right, we are not Jedi and then that captain just you yeah, know.
0: Got it right through the heart. You know, like, well through the chest, upper chest, I guess. Yeah,
1: yeah I don't know. I don't I don't know. Yeah. So and then Oh, I'll bring that I'll tie that thread back up later as Shin was saying you know that's a that's a thread that I'm gonna be spitting and I'll tie it up later on.
0: okay well yeah I wanted to get to that but I wanna the reason why I wanted to start talking about the fight was see how evenly matched they are or are they evenly matched? Mm-hmm. so let's I go don't know. You know so we're going so we already Can talked I... about Shin's um, abilities where we think maybe she is not where she needs to be as someone who's 25 mm-hmm. years old if you're training, um, as a Padawan, usually Padawans train at a very young age, like two, three years old, that you would be a little more advanced in your force powers.
1: But mm-hmm. here's something. Yes. Sabine literally has no force powers at all that we know of. Correct. And she didn't use any during the fight. No, she sure so didn't. <laughs> she, she sure did not use I, any Yeah,
0: let's get into that. Go ahead.
1: Like, so let me tell you about the fight. Yes. So Sabine, uh, we haven't even gotten to the main plot yet. Basically, Ahsoka ends up finding this map yep. on an old base on Arcana, which is a Sister stronghold. Yep. And then some droids that were hired by, you guessed it, Shin, end up stealing that map after Sabine unlocks it, and they destroyed her research. So she yes. can't remake it, and she didn't even know what planet it was on. Right. So now the map is in the hands of the enemy. And Sabine grabs Ezra's... And and this
0: map, again, is supposed to give us a location of where Thrawn is, right? Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm.
1: So Sabine grabs Ezra's lightsaber, and she's ready to fight Shin, or so she believed. Yeah. So this fight begins, and Sabine... She's already, like, on that level with Shin at the beginning of the fight. They seem to be trading blows pretty evenly. You know, Shin might have a bit of an edge because she's been much more trained in the Force. And we also see that they face off later in the show, thanks to the trailer. But Shin might be a little more trained because Sabine, you know, really hasn't been as far as using Force abilities because she doesn't use them. So, her and Shin are fighting, but after a while, you know, Sabine starts to tire out or something. I don't know what happened, but there was just this sudden lack of defense Mom, and offense. I'll tell
0: you what happened. Go ahead.
1: And then Shin, she, she goes in, like, and I'm like, yeah. now, wait a minute. See, here's, here's, the, here's the only issue. First off, the the premiere was a two parter. So the way they ended it was with that scene. And I'm like, no, come on, there's a two parter. And you know, I feel like this thread's gonna be spun up after this. Like, you know, I don't I don't think that they're gonna have to make us wait for a week. We'll probably have to wait thirty seconds so we can switch on to the Disney Plus menu and click the next episode. Mm-hmm. But, you know, secondly, there were other scenes of Sabine that we hadn't seen yet, like her cutting her hair and her fighting Shin later on in the trailer and piloting a ship with Ahsoka. Mm -hmm. So, like, the thing is, we already know that they're not going to get rid of her in the first episode. Also, you know, that doesn't make sense.
0: What doesn't make sense?
1: We get all this sudden exposition about how Ahsoka was training Sabine, and it didn't go well, and apparently Sabine is Force-sensitive, and now there's beef between Ahsoka and Sabine, and then all of a sudden Sabine's out of the picture. That's not not how Star Wars works. They wouldn't do that.
0: Okay, well, I mean, we, we do know that there was some history between the two of them. We don't know exactly what happened. I don't think, well, exposition, yes. I I think they just need to set uh, the groundwork as to what happened between the the two of them. Uh, Because this just came out of the blue with Sabine being trained by Ahsoka. So let me finish up. There was that
1: one shot where Ahsoka went up to Sabine and she was admiring that mural she made of the Rebels crew. And Ahsoka's like, you ready? And Sabine's like, let's go. Let's go find Ezra.
0: Okay. All right.
1: Five years later. Okay, you know that's weird. That is the exact time jump of Endgame. The first part took place in 2018, and in like the spring, and then they came back in the fall of 2023.
0: Boom. Okay, all right. Going back to the the, the match between Disney Shin, owns
1: Marvel and, and Star Bean. Wars.
0: A couple of things I, I noticed that were just seemed. Out of place right for both of them so shin now i've we've seen other jedi right for example uh the 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 battle with darth maul qui-gon and obi-wan when they're ready for combat the first thing a jedi does is remove their robe okay Right, remember you know, i right? like, we saw that? Anakin.
1: Yoda did that. You know, Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan did that. Yeah. I think Anakin did right. that. Well, no, it's he very, kept the hood on because it was medicine.
0: Okay, it's very rare for a Jedi to be fighting with a lightsaber with a hood on. Right, exactly,
1: because exactly. the hood is obstructive. It, it like, is exactly. Like if you're. If you're walking about town and you want to keep a low cover, then you keep the hood and the cloak on. Correct. But if you're about to fight somebody and you're holding a thousand degree metal blade in your hand Mm -hmm. that's so hot it can cut through metal,
0: I don't think
1: you'd want to have a flammable cloak flapping around while you fight somebody else with the same (laughs) thousand degree metal sword as you. It
0: it just looked ridiculous Hair Shin with the hood on, I know she's swinging around, you, <laughs> and she's wild you think she would, with she would it. cut the cut her hood. with this The thousand lightsaber, degree you know? light sword <laughs> light light up like, the, the hood like with a lightsaber.
1: Plausibly, you know? like, like, this thousand degree light sword did not slice <laughs> up and burn her cloak. It's something we learned in the Flash. You it's know, like, like if Jedi
0: one on one. Don't wear your hood when you're battling. It's like I don't know. If
1: you generate <laughs> enough heat, you will burn everything.
0: Yeah, and then okay, and as far as Sabine skills. If you notice, if you go back and look at it, or maybe you remember, Keith, whenever Sabine attacks, she raises the lightsaber above her head as if she's going to use it in a chopping motion. Yeah, like, like a sledgehammer. Axe. Right. That's not how you use a lightsaber. Yeah, exactly. Because like, what you're you you doing use... is you're just exposing. you got exactly. the lightsaber up here. Like you're that's exposing the thing. your entire body. See,
1: if you raise the lightsaber up like this, right. your arms are distracted and you're leaving your entire chest region Exposed, yeah. out to be... So, like, if you're if you're going to be fighting someone yeah. and you want to raise the saber over your head, here's what's best to do. Block them a few times and kick them back. Like, kick them in the knee or the shin, pun intended. hmm There you go. So that way, you'll keep them off their guard and you'll send them back a bit to put some distance between you so that when you raise the saber over your head and you strike down, right. you know, you'll be fast enough that they won't be able to take a jab at you. Yeah. Like when you're using lightsaber, you go like this, 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 you know, yeah. you, so you always, you always room. guard your midsection and your arms, your torso, because that's where all the organs are. And that's where all your valuable parts are. Right. And without all the valuable parts, bye.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, it, you know, so she either she didn't listen or she missed some training classes with Ahsoka. Multiple. That's probably why the why the That is not ended. how Ahsoka fights.
1: So I don't know what happened. So mm-hmm. she she needs more training. And you know what else? Yeah. She's not even following any of Ahsoka's forms. Like her forms look more like, dare I say, like no, Ezra's no, in a way. Well,
0: no, no, no. Ezra, no. I thought Ezra no, actually had a better form. I you mean, know her like, form? No, Sabine's form seriously looks like Finn. But that's understandable do- See, that's because that's exactly what Finn, I was thinking because yeah, Finn
1: was new has to holding no the no skills,
0: light-saber. no training at all no whatsoever. Clue he had picking to up the it. lightsaber for the first But
1: he was still good. Like yes. He still held his own against Kylo Ren, exactly. but the exact same thing happened to him. Right. <sharp> yeah. And then he survived. Like, the... Like we, we keep doing this where we establish yeah. that if you're not a main character and you don't have plot armor, mm. you will pass away from being stabbed with a lightsaber. But if you have the plot armor that comes with being a main character the plot you know, armor. <laughs> you know, so you so know, if you're an important
0: like, character, you're not gonna die. Is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah, you just <laughs> you're you survive. just gotta channel your 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 your, 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 your one piece energy. I see. And then, you, you know, you survive. <laughs> Takes you like 10 minutes to, you know, get up and okay. move.
0: Yeah. You know, I, I'm starting to get annoyed by this lightsaber thing. Like, like yeah, I, I don't like, understand it. I don't it, how, get it.
1: I don't get with how literally yeah. everybody who is a main character survives these things. Yeah. Well, qui like, a main character. But... Exactly. <laughs> like they established this in 1999 yeah. when they got rid of Qui-Gon.
0: And Qui-Gon was
1: quite strong in the Force. He was actually one of the first modern-day Force ghosts. Sure, yeah. So I don't understand how somebody as powerful as him would be so easily taken down with somebody who's not powerful yet, like Finn and Sabine, or somebody who's more intermediate with the Force, like Reva. Somebody like as as highly trained as the Grand Inquisitor seems to be, makes a bit more oh, sense. Oh, that was
0: another one. But That's when that, it all started. That Obi-Wan fake Kenobi. out was
1: ridiculous. Yeah, was, yeah. We already knew that the Grand Inquisitor couldn't croak in the first episode exactly. of Obi-Wan because yeah. we had to have I, rebels. And then everybody I, on Reddit had an existential crisis yeah. about what was going to happen to the canon. Yeah. They turned I, into Miguel O'Hara. They're like, the canon, it's breaking. This was not a canon event.
0: Yeah. I just want Star Wars to stop it. <laughs> just you know, okay. If you if the blade is going through you,
1: that yeah, be be careful. Okay, be know, careful this. what you say to no, no, no. our to our it's, anthropomorphic mouse overlords. No, it's
0: it's un, it's 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 unfair to see, you know, how some if you get the blade, you know, through you, you die. If you get the way through you, you live. You know, like you, you, you
1: know it's, gotta be, it's like the Green yeah, Goblin. Okay. You not, got the bus full of it, kids you and you have, have Mary pick. Jane. and it's like, you yeah. get to choose who lives or, live, or dies. You shouldn't have to
0: pick and choose. All right. Yeah. So like, just And I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna
1: live for this one yeah. and pass away for this. What
0: one. was the term you called it? The lightsaber? Like it's nerfed. Making, or nerfed. Yeah. We don't we don't want the lightsaber to become a nerf. Yeah. Right. And if
1: you don't know what nerfed means, basically, nerfed is like Imagine if you had a blaster, right? And that blaster could blast through metal. Yeah. But all of a sudden, somebody remade that blaster and it couldn't blast through metal. It could only blast through, like, weaker material. That's nerfing it. Kind of like how they nerfed Adam Warlock in Guardians 3. Because in Guardians... Because of the comics, Adam Warlock was literally the Herald of Infinity and had a soul stone in his forehead. Yeah.
0: All right. Which so, was something
1: they gave to Vision.
0: Okay. So what we want to do is get to Q&A. All right. It was just thank you for your patience. I know that was a little bit of a <laughs> having a fun time. Sprint. Yeah, talking about <laughs> the Force and not having the Force. All right. So Michelle, thank you, Michelle. Michelle Minozzi. Could be too much Sabine's more forceful Mandalorian training interfering with Jedi nuance. Could be. You know, the, the no. Mandalorian are There's- warriors. You know, yes, Sabine has
1: yeah. honestly been trained in so many different arts Absolutely. in different ways. Yes, yes she like, has the skill. She's been trained yeah. as a Mandalorian. She's been trained as an Imperial. She's been trained as a Rebel. She's been trained with the Darksaber. She's sure. been trained as a Jedi. You know, yeah. in every way, she's still learning. Yeah. I mean, and so she- is Ahsoka. They're honestly learning from each other. But the thing is, like... Sabine doesn't seem to, 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 to hold forms well because, you know, no. if you're ever in any kind of fight where oh, there's yeah. a blade involved, you do not raise your arms like this no. once again. Don't do that. Because, first of all, you're not going to be any more effective. They're likely going to block your blow. Yeah. Right. Or if they're more keen with the eye, they'll go for you. Okay, so
0: got it. All right. Any more Q and A? What do we have? We have the fanatics blog. Plot armor is entering my lexicon. <laughs> yes. That was a good one, Keith. Plot armor. Yeah, it depends on you know where you are on the on the on the food chain, I guess. So Alex says Shin is an emo Jedi, as a friend of mine said to me today. hence to fight while wearing the hood. <laughs> yeah, I, it just yeah, seemed I very it. odd. Did Bayle have a hood?
1: Wait, did well, he, he keep the hood on consistently well, he, throughout the show?
0: Well, yes, he ha- well, yes, he has, but he has not really been in combat. I mean, he was taking out some of these new republic. We'll get to the new republic. Well,
1: he didn't have shortly. it in episode two, did he? Well, he didn't wear it. Well, either.
0: he didn't I don't think he battled anybody in episode two. I don't recall. Yeah, well, I mean the hood was down, but he still wore the robe. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: So then, I go R thank it. you.
0: Can't stay long, but I thought it was a solid start. I can't wait for more. Hope you're all around. Thank you Thanks. so much for, for being with us, R. Thank you so much. All right. Wonderful. Okay, excellent. All, All right.
1: right, let's move to Alex real quick. I wish Sabine had her best car armor on during the battle, but they had to end it on a cliffhanger so that didn't happen. Yeah. And even if they didn't end it on a cliffhanger, I get why she didn't have the armor, because the armor was in a drawer on the other side of the room, and the droids were already making off with her stuff. So she yeah. really was in a time crunch. She, she had was to,
0: unprepared. Yeah. You know, she didn't she know had she to grab the saber, and she
1: had to get through. Yeah. Because by then, Shin and the droid could have already been gone.
0: Sure, exactly.
1: All right, so it was only logical that she went for the weapon and not for the armor.
0: All right, so let's let's move on and talk about the the, the New Republic. Who goes <laughs> there? All right. Uh, the, okay, uh, I I don't know what to say much about the New Republic, um, but they're you know they're not going to last long as we know the, you know. You know, right after so if you don't know what the new republic is, you know, after the fall of the empire, we had this new government come in and clean up the mess, you know. So they, you know, arrested all of the imperials who are involved with uh, the emperor and Darth they got Vader, rid of all of them. You know, had these uh some of the some of these people actually go through rehabilitation to, you know, give them a second chance where they can actually work for the their new republic. Um but They don't, they, as in the government, the New Republic government, don't seem organized.
1: Yeah, like one of the things I noticed. They are doing. Something I noticed about the New Republic is that when they were introduced, their main base on Hosni and Prime was decimated in the same movie. So my thinking is, it seems like the New Republic has been underprepared from the start.
0: Yes. So
1: So, here's something that's good. This show looks like it might be a Rebels reunion. And Zeb works for the New Republic. So if we reassemble the Rebels, that should be enough to draw Zeb back onto the team. Because Ezra and Zeb were like buddies. They have a really special connection. I like that. So that means that if Zeb is back on the team, he'll be safe from whatever happens on Hosni and Prime when they get decimated. And that means like that. that Zeb survives, and that also means that maybe he was on, that maybe he was aboard the Ghost when we saw it in a that accursed last movie.
0: Yes, you know the problem I Better have. Better than with, the eighth. Well, some of the few, a few problems doesn't let's, exist in let's, my let's head. Let's run again. down the problems that the New Republic has. So they have leaders that have no idea how to run the government. Uh, they have people who are loyal to the Empire working among them, living among them, now, and they you, have no idea. That they're there. You know what I mean? That's a problem. Here's something
1: funny. Yeah. This is four years after the Battle of Endor and the dissolvement of the Empire. Correct. So the fact that these remnants have been hiding out there for four years. Yeah. Yeah, it's not looking good.
0: No. They're arrogant. Uh, You know, they're arrogant. At the beginning of episode one where that captain uh, came out and, you know, call the, the, the Imperials trash and that he was going to call their yeah. bluff
1: he was going to have
0: them land their ship inside their exactly. cruiser like Why? here's
1: something here's something like it's basic intruder drills I was taught this before I even knew how to cross the street by myself if you meet somebody who's suspicious Please don't invite them into your house for tea and coffee. It's the same thing in space. If you're on a spaceship and an unidentified spaceship comes along and you already know that they're probably not Jedi, why would you dock them and bring out an entire fleet of your men like like they could actually take a chance? And more importantly, the captain was arrogant enough to be like, I'm calling your bluff. I think you're faking it. You were just imperial trash that got too bold, too quick.
0: Ridiculous.
1: So he got that saber he deserves. You know, Malin's like, do you like this? Here, have it. Like, (laughs) But he he got what he deserved, you know. But here's like, you don't do that. And more importantly, if you meet an intruder and they say they're somebody you know they're not. Yeah do not taunt them and tell them that they are trash and that they they're, they're arrogant yeah, they, because you are arrogant and they are very dangerous people yeah this this military like they have no idea how to
0: run a military you're exactly, exactly. right if this was the i'm 11 this was the empire, i know
1: better military strategies than the new republic
0: all right so this was the empire you know, if there was a, a like a foreign ship, they had no idea where the ship was coming from or whether it was friendly or enemy. Yeah. The first thing they're going to ask for is what? A clearance code. Do you have a clearance code? You don't ask them, you don't invite them into your cruiser and then ask for a clearance code, right? Well, they didn't. Well, okay, well, they did ask for a clearance code and they found out it was a Jedi clearance code. It was an old code. Yeah. All right. But this guy obviously knew that there were maybe... Perhaps no Jedi left over. So if these two are claiming it to be Jedi, he knew that they were not telling the truth.
1: Like, here's but the thing you shouldn't I play your
0: cards. You shouldn't ex- show that to them and say, okay, you're not Jedi, so we're going to go and arrest you.
1: See, I bet you there's going to be like a how it should have ended skit yeah. where basically it's like, Captain, there's an unidentified cruiser yeah. and it's a Jedi. And the captain, instead of being arrogant and caught up in his humors, will be like, well, shoot it down. There's no Jedi left. Pew, pew. Shows over.
0: Yeah, and what you do is you don't have them board your ship. Can you board she, their ship. If you're watching
1: this, please, please, please okay. write that as anyway. a skit. Please. Uh, all right. And
0: then there's a, uh, yes. And well, then, yeah,
1: that ship was too big to board that tiny little cruiser. But all like, right. You really do not do that.
0: The New Republic is full of hubris and too passive. It's absolutely right. All right. And then here is, okay, Fanatics boss says, my Mothma hasn't established the rules of letting fake Jedi. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: as not Establish the rules of letting fake Jedi on your ship. Yeah, I mean, she's gonna to have to come up with some kind of uh, um, amendments, like Amendment One: Don't invite, <laughs> don't, yeah. don't invite something. fake Jedi on your ship. All right. So <laughs> the, the Bill of Rights, mm-hmm. you know, the Bill of New Republic Rights.
1: So you got to so read anyway. the Declaration of Independence, but for the New Republic. Oh,
0: and, and here's All a right. here's a kicker. Let's talk about this Corellia. Yeah. Uh, so so it go you got it.
1: The New Republic is running the shipyard off of Corellia, and I don't know what they're doing, if they're building a fleet or if they're saving these things. And by the way, we meet this dude who's like, I don't know what you're talking about, but fine, I'll lead you there. He turns out to be an Imperial sympathizer, so he gets arrested at the end of the episode.
0: Right, because they're actually building superstar Destroyers for the New Republic. Why would the New Republic need superstar destroyers?
1: Exactly. Right? Like, here's so, the thing superstar destroyers were reserved for the most talented and the most elite of Imperial members. Absolutely. Darth Vader. Had his own superstar. Boss Tarkin, Tarkin. Exactly. Grand Admiral Thrawn. Oh,
0: yeah. Moth Gideon. Guys. I think the he guys. had one. Yeah, they had like the, Well,
1: you had the big guns. That's what they have. But Palpatine didn't need one because he just sat on his throne, and that throne was comfy enough.
0: Yeah. Right, and then they're building nine of them, from what I understand. So, Which this,
1: does not make sense. Is, Where are you going to put nine Super Star Destroyers? You couldn't hide a regular Star so, Destroyer on a shipyard. What are you going to do with one that's twice its size? So The Lego model is bigger than my table. Okay. okay, that's an exaggeration, but it's pretty big.
0: So what this tells me, so apparently, so whoever was able to get in, and build these ships or you know this hyperdrive create these hyperdrives for these superstar destroyers had high security clearance right which tells me that there are people high up in their government who are Imperial sympathizers, just like, like you said. The say. new
1: Republic is not doing a very good no. job. Once again, it's the four enemy years within. later. Yeah. They really need to step it up.
0: Yeah. And, and and they're not.
1: Get their security on point. Get the ball rolling. Make sure that right. everybody is who they say they are.
0: So that led to a great chase. Or this was actually the great uh the best scene of the two episodes.
1: Harris Hera,
0: going after the ship that's hauling this this uh uh, Hyperdrive, you got a battling uh, a new Inquisitor. Yes, is by the wrong? way, Where is this, Inquisitor this is from?
1: literally 30 years after the Inquisitors were yeah. created. You'd think they would have been all liquidated, yeah. you know, gotten rid of. Most of them were defeated, shut
0: down, you, you know, know, fired.
1: Some of them were, some of them actually converted to the light side, like Reva, or at least became neutral. Good point. Like a gray Jedi in a mm-hmm. sort. Mm hmm. But here's the thing. We never really got to see that with any other Inquisitors other than Reva. So now there's two new Inquisitors, and both of them were fought by Ahsoka. One in Tales of the Jedi, which she swiftly dispatches, and the second was in the Ahsoka show itself. And we know it's an Inquisitor because they have the classic double-bladed spinning lightsaber.
0: Those are those never go out of style for me. I mean, when nope. he used it, and he whenever spun you see it one of those, ass, you'll be like, Ahsoka,
1: and, then, and then
0: recalled it, you know, back to him. And that was awesome.
1: Yeah. yeah. Anyway.
0: So well, happy news and is, and Ahsoka's fighting him. Yeah.
1: But she's actually winning, sort of, until the Inquisitor calls a backup and escapes, and then boom, boom, boom.
0: Exactly. All right. And so good news came out of that, that the chopper was able to get uh, a tracker onto the ship to see where it's going. So good. So Alex says Mothma eventually disbanded the New Republic's military, right? Um, I don't know. I wonder if such sentiments contributed to the current situation. I don't even know if the New Republic has a military at this point. You know, I was actually just kidding. You know, I, I think they dismantled their military because they well, I guess. So right now is the government is actually split, right? So they have we were talked about this before the past. You know,
1: the
0: the centrists they said two parts of yeah, the Yeah, they probably would've
1: dismantled their government a bit later yeah. on. Because if you think about it, we're kind of in the thick of it right about now. You know, this is just now when we're finally starting to weed out the last parts of the empire.
0: Yeah. So I, I, yeah. It
1: probably wouldn't come until a good five, ten years.
0: Yeah, I don't know if the New Republic has a military at this point. It I know don't like know if they anything.
1: have a plan. I, I, they don't I even have a part of a plan.
0: I think they think after the fall of the Empire, there was no need for a military. But no, that, that was the wrong. That's idea. how it works. He definitely moves like he's younger than his Thursdays. Michelle, thank you.
1: <laughs> like I believe yeah. Red Skull said this: If you cut off one head, tail, thank you. If you cut off one head. More will grow to take its place. There you go. That's
0: very good. That's just um, how it works. All right. So I know we're running a little late, So, but let's talk about- right,
1: Let's just wrap this up.
0: The Night Sisters of Dathomir. Oh, right. Wow. Okay. So, so we'll, we'll probably have to do a separate
1: I think uh, we might actually study review on this, review but we'll touch
0: sisters. it. You said we reviewed them already?
1: I said we might actually- Oh, yeah, review. right. Exactly. Yeah, yes, yeah. We'll I'm agreeing to, with you.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, we'll have so, to do that. So you talk know, about the Night Sisters.
1: All right, so the Night Sisters were part of the Clone Wars. Some of the more knight, notable, not knightable, notable, notable Night Sisters might have been like Mother Talzin, and actually Ventress. She had ties to the Night Sisters. True. You know, she was Dathomirian herself, so.
0: Yes, she was, and, and
1: Savage actually, right? Savage so. and Mal ties to the Night Sisters because Savage got his powers from Mother Talzin spells,
0: right? But they are the sons of Mother Talzin, right? Are they not? I don't know. <laughs> okay,
1: well, all right. Well, I that's, don't that's believe that they're related. I mean, Mother Talzin looks like a god old. Ghost that's more than a hundred years old, but Darth Maul looks like he's in the prime of his life during the Clone Wars. I will,
0: right, well, we'll you go know, back except and... for the
1: no legs part.
0: Okay, well, we'll go back. I actually thought that they were all related. That Mother okay. Talzin is the mother. Well, of they're Maul. different
1: species, actually. Like one's Darth and one's Darth Zabrak.
0: Okay. We'll do a character study on the sisters night, And night then there's Zabrak. They're a little complicated. All right. Like
1: there's Dathomirian, so, Dathomirian Zabrak, yeah. and then Zabrak. Okay.
0: So. And the reason why we're bringing up the Night Sisters is because uh, Morgan Elsbeth-
1: is apparently a survivor.
0: Yeah. Her are ancestors, ancestors are Night Sisters, right? Um, that's where she hid the map for th- to Thrawn. That's uh, why she hid it there. temple. Because she'd be the but, one to find it. Yeah, but that but it was actually found first by Ahsoka. And um, sadly.
1: You know, they have the map, and they activate it, and they find out exactly where Thrawn is located.
0: Yes, they do. Right. And we'll find out more about that uh, in Episode 3, we hope. Okay. All right. And then uh, just to wrap up. So oh, talk by about- the way,
1: we forgot about Sabine. Uh, there's just this little plot line with Sabine who eggs like, I have Ezra's lightsaber, but it is now your lightsaber. You have possessed it, taken care of it, and you've made your own modifications, so it's yours now. Take it with pride. Uh so <laughs> it's, like, it's like the burnt down James Bond theme, but so, worse. So
0: so just to wrap up, um I really enjoyed these two episodes. Uh you know, you can let me know what you think. I think um I am very happy with having Um, you know, this, this series, um, uh, the standout for me is Natasha Lou Bordizo playing Sabine. I think she's wonderful. Good. Yeah. That is very good. She's
1: actually convincing. Yeah. She
0: really is bringing that character to life. And I think she's really enjoyed playing that character. All right. Um, and, you know, you know, talk about, uh, you know, we want to talk about Ray Stevenson, the late Ray Stevenson. He's great as Baylor Skull. Ivana Sokno plays uh, Shin, um Clancy Brown let's talk about other clones and rebel characters so we talked about Huang joy professor writer Azidi azadi I'm sorry writer yeah, azadi all right we saw him at the beginning of episode one
1: and he's giving a speech by the way he was mentioned in the adventures of wilds Facebooks and the rebels show
0: how about that okay so he is an ally close ally if you watch rebels you know a writer azadi Work with the Rebels to defeat Governor Price. They actually set her up, as a matter of fact. Uh, so now he...
1: And also... Um,
0: he is know, now a minister general of
1: And Grand Inquisitor, they fought against them. You know, I've just realized something. In the first season of Rebels, the color palettes were light, because we were all the Thaw. It was a lot of grass and wheat fields and sunshine. But in Every season, they got increasingly darker, and then season four was just the flames of heck, blackest night screens. All the shots were just in space, or when they were on the ground, they were always filled with smoke, or in the middle of the night, or dusk, or like yeah, it was never fun anymore. Yeah, by the time the fourth season rolled around, I agree. Yeah, personally, I think the third season was very good. You know, I think it was even, dare I say, the the second best season. The first one was obviously the best. Okay. You know, it was a classic. It introduced us to the characters. It did them right. And most importantly, it had a tone that I actually enjoyed. And then the second season, that was good, but it wasn't as good as season three. And then four. Okay. Four wasn't bad. I just don't like it as much as I like the other ones because it was just black. Okay. It's like somebody took their camera, put their hand over it, and they said, "Yep, it's done."
0: Writer Zadi was voice is voiced by Clancy Brown, who actually performs, who plays a character in live action. The same actor, Clancy Brown. By the way, you know if you don't know who Clancy Brown is, he is actually uh, an actor in what I consider one of the best films ever made, called The Shawshank Redemption. And he plays uh, uh, the prison captain, Captain Hadley. You know what's funny? Yes.
1: In the same episode, we see Captain Hale. It's the same letters, but they swap the Y with the D and then remove the D. Huh?
0: I don't know if there's any connection there, but yeah. Just wanted to say that. Clancy Brown, wonderful actor. And then Jai Who is Jai All right. Okay, I'll tell you. <laughs> So, by the way, I want to say this about Ryder, uh, Azadi. I didn't know this, but he was also in prison at the same time as Ezra's parents. he from Emir Bridger. Yeah,
1: Amir and Amir Bridger, they were also in prison with, the, yeah. with Ryder. They staged the jailbreak in right. which Ryder was freed.
0: And unfortunately, they didn't escape because they, they lost their lives during the prison break. But he did.
1: They, he got
0: yeah. out. Yeah. All right. So, J.K.L. or is it J.K.L.? J.K.L. J.K.L. All right. So- Jaikel, former cadet of the Lothal Jaykell. Imperial Academy, Academy who is now a Lothal Senator. So he was the 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 young man when they couldn't find Sabine. Young uh, man. Yeah, Azadi said, Well, go out there and you know and, and tell say something, you know. John so, so,
1: Carlos said those exact yes, words to me. Young yes, man. Yes, yes. And then let's he gave me his let's head get through this. Shake. All right. Former cadet like, of the
0: Lothal <gasps> Imperial <gasps> Academy, who is now a Lothal Senator, Ezra and Jai met when Ezra infiltrated the cadet. Academy, right?
1: Dev Morgan. His
0: name was Dev Morgan. That was his his uh, nickname. Uh, Kel is in danger after the Grand Inquisitor takes an interest in him. I guess because Grand Inquisitor thought he might have been force sensitive. Is that what it was? I
1: think he is actually.
0: Ja'kel is force interesting. All right. So Ezra helps him escape the academy. So two characters from Rebels are now in live action. All right. So those two. Um, I think that is it. Uh, We're going to see if there's any final Q and A uh hang in there keith all right what do we got so we have alex said clancy brown is great he was awesome in daredevil and rebel he was a daredevil i guess so yeah i didn't get a chance who do you to play watch. yeah i didn't get a chance to watch that's the netflix daredevil and i like seeing him in live action in ahsoka too yeah and i need to see saw Shawsh- shawshank redemption like I said, Alex, it, it is one of my favorite films of all time. So I don't want to hype it up and you say, hey, this this is terrible. You gave me a wrong. <laughs> what, I
1: don't know who would say what, that. What kind
0: of recommendation is this? But to me, it is absolutely fantastic. It's a classic Nere, up there with the godmother. Near perfect. Uh, Fanatic's Blot. I don't know who decided on the shot for shot Rebels ending, Ahsoka part two ending, but that was brilliant. Very good point. It was wonderful to see. Yeah, we didn't talk about Lothal, but the look of Lothal, I mean it looks just like a Yeah, it did Sabine looks like she's animation. living in
1: Ezra's tower, actually. Yeah, the
0: same tower. It looks just like the I same literally
1: tower. did not realize this until the second watch.
0: Yeah. And you know what's interesting about that that road that, you know, Ezra has taken. We now seen Sabine that, has taken. Actually. Yeah. There are no other vehicles on that road. Like what kind of road is, is it? It's deserted
1: this? actually. We saw it at both the first and is last Is it deserted? Cases.
0: Because I mean it's you a You know, perfect, that's where
1: we saw the uh the Lothwolves.
0: Yeah, it's a perfect Dude. road to just rip it and run, you know. So that's what Sabine did. To rip it her, and rip it on her speeder bike. I mean, you know, she has to worry about traffic at all. All right, fanatics. Nice sisters a do a real story in Star Wars, finally. I agree. Yeah, I think there's a lot that we can learn or we could find out and understand about the nice sisters they're into you know we talked we didn't talk about in deep but you know they're into witchcraft and dark magic you know just very cool very interesting things um it's star warsy so yes you're right there should be more about the nice sisters so we'll see mateo my dad says hello thank you mateo please tell your dad hello as well remember your dad he's awesome he is awesome all right and then finishing up All right, so we have one announcement, or actually two announcements. So our Chicago podcast episode is available if you're interested in checking that out. uh, Please do so. Um, Return of the Jedi from a Certain Point of View. I am looking forward so much. All year, looking forward to this book, the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi. Um, This is the Certain Point of View version of the film that drops next Tuesday. Um, I'll read all 40 all 40 stories and figure out how we're going to cover them all. But we'll find out. We'll figure it out. Okay. Um, So that said, that's all I have for as, announcements, Keith. As we pull up any last minute Q&A that we have, where can people find Subscribe.
1: Us, subscribe.
0: Yes, that's the word of the day. Subscribe. Literally
1: gather all your family members in a room, tell them to grab their phones, and subscribe.
0: That's right. Tell Keith sent you. Alright, where else can they find us?
1: Tell them that I sent you. And if my mission is not fulfilled.
0: Okay. Keith, where can people find us? I will us bake cakes. Well,
1: Multiple cakes.
0: Yeah, okay. You can find us on, on X, Facebook, and <laughs> not X, Instagram. Twitter. No, we are still on Twitter, X Twitter, Facebook, whatever and you Instagram. Want to call it. We're still there. We're on all of your streaming platforms so you can find us anywhere you like. Website
1: fathersgalaxy.com merge store, fathersgalaxy Yes. Email us. Email you know, yep. Tell us when you subscribe, and if you didn't subscribe, I will mail a chocolate cake to your house. Okay. All right. And a package of butter cookies. Oh
0: yeah, gotta have those butter cookies, Alex. Thank you. Yeah. You know, uh, yes. Put
1: butter cookies in Star Wars. Yes, I'll just say that next time it's my that, birthday because we'll I know Star Wars will be back. there.
0: Well, we don't want to make any promises. Okay, well, don't put any pressure on, on yourself. All right, so we'll, I'm gonna we'll put find pressure out. on myself. Your birthday is three months away, so we got time. All right, four. And I agree with Almost. you. Um, I think it was Holly who said that Shawshank is, August, the, is, is the best nope one of the best movies. I agree, it is. Yeah, okay. All right, if there is nothing else, I think we are ready to wrap it up.
1: All right, okay. so until next time, okay. Care. And we'll see you again.
0: All right. That's my line, but, you know, that's cool, too. That's cool, too. Take care, and we will see you again.